For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. A wing of a 12-story beachfront apartment collapsed overnight in a town outside Miami. The collapse killed at least one person and trapped an unknown number in rubble and twisted metal. Scores of rescuers pulled survivors from the debris early this morning as a cloud of dust floated through the neighborhood. Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett warned that the building manager told him the tower was quite full and the death toll was likely to rise. The problem is the building has literally pancaked. It has gone down, and I mean, there's there's just feet in between stories where there were 10 feet. Uh, that is, uh, is heartbreaking because it doesn't mean to me that we're gonna be successful, as successful as we would wanna be to find people alive. Authorities didn't say what may have caused the collapse. A bipartisan group of senators will meet with President Biden this morning on their $1.2 trillion infrastructure proposal. Biden invited members of the group of 21 Republican and Democratic senators to the White House. The proposal is dramatically smaller than Biden's more sweeping $4 trillion plan, but both the White House and Democratic leaders have cast the bipartisan approach as a positive development. They apparently plan a two-track approach, an initial vote on the bipartisan proposal. Then Democrats would attempt to use the budget reconciliation process to win support for the more ambitious set of infrastructure projects Biden has proposed. Reconciliation would require a simple majority vote in the Senate avoiding the roadblock of a filibuster by Republicans. Activists with the Poor People's Campaign were arrested in Washington, D.C. for blocking traffic outside the Hart Senate building in protest of the Republican blockade of the landmark voting rights bill, the For the People Act. The Reverend William Barber spoke before the action. Their refusal, this refusal to even debate voting rights protections has exposed every Republican as a liar. That they lied when they put their hands on that Constitution. They stood before God and their constituents and swore to uphold the Constitution. But they have embraced the state's rights argument against federal voting rights protections. Activists blocked traffic after trying unsuccessfully to meet with Senate Republican Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin. A First Nation in southern Saskatchewan, Canada, says it has made the horrific and shocking discovery of hundreds of unmarked graves at the site of another former residential school for Indigenous children. A statement from the Cowis First Nation and the Federation of Sovereign Indigenous First Nations said the number of unmarked graves will be the most significantly substantial to date in Canada. Last month, the remains of 215 children, some as young as three years old, were found buried on the site of what was once Canada's largest indigenous residential school in British Columbia. From the 19th century until the 1970s, more than 150,000 First Nations children were forced to attend state-funded Catholic schools as part of a program to assimilate them into Canadian society. They were forced to convert to Christianity and not allowed to speak their native languages. Many were physically, sexually, and verbally abused. Up to 6,000 are said to have died. The United States voted against a United Nations resolution that overwhelmingly condemned the continued U.S. economic embargo of Cuba. 
the Biden administration failed to return to the Obama administration's 2016 abstention on the question. The vote in the General Assembly was 184 countries supporting the condemnation, the U.S. and Israel opposing it. Three countries abstained. Cuba's foreign minister accused the Biden administration of following Trump administration policies that tightened economic, commercial, and financial sanctions and restricted travel by U.S. citizens and a blow to Cuba's tourism sector. San Francisco has become the first jurisdiction in California and perhaps the nation to say it will require its workers to be vaccinated as a condition of continued employment. The requirement for the 35,000 city workers will take effect once COVID-19 vaccines receive full approval from the Food and Drug Administration rather than the emergency use authorization vaccines currently have. The San Francisco Chronicle reports workers will have 10 weeks to comply after the FDA approval or risk losing their jobs. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.